the CFO is helping me figure out where to go, how to get there, and the best route to take, the best strategy to get there. The accountant, after the trip has been taken, the accountant then says, here's everything that happened on the way from Miami to California. And the bookkeeper is like the car's trip computer that gives you all the data and all the reports and all the information that you're going to analyze. While Arjun was away, Team Arjun came to play. All the cats out of the bag now, folks. But we're still here bringing you our favorite and most importantly, actionable insights to Arjun's newest book, Profit First for Lawyers. We're going to help you accelerate your law firm's growth so that you can experience more profit in every aspect of your life. We're also going to be providing some behind-the-scenes footage of what it's really like to work with Arjun Robbins. So, put your BS aside for the next few minutes and put yourself, your family, your firm, and your profit first. Welcome back to another episode of the Profit First for Lawyers podcast. I'm your host, Carly, and today we're going to do something a little different. Last time, we took a deep dive into tax strategy with Arjun's own tax strategist, Larry Brown, and we had so much amazing content from Larry that we ended up cutting out a lot of it, right? Some of the most tactical, practical, insightful portions just because we didn't have enough time to feature them because there were so many. So I've been speaking in studio with our production team, and we all agree we can't just leave that content on the cutting room floor. And well, as you already know anyway, we're big fans of cutting room floor content. So, today, I'm here to bring you some more. If you didn't get a chance to watch Larry Brown's episode and you're not sure what I'm talking about, make sure you circle back around to that one. It is truly not to be missed content. We've got that linked in our show notes below. For the next little while, we're going to be bringing you a series of really actionable insights focused on financial advisors, strategy, history, and how to set yourself up for success in the new year. You know us by now, folks. So don't tune out because you think this won't apply to you or you fear it will be boring. We would never. So let's get started. Kicking the series off today, we're going to focus on some of the different kinds of financial advisors out there, who they are, what they do, why you probably need more than one. The book Profit First for Lawyers actually covers this topic in great detail, by the way. So skip ahead to chapter seven if you're making notes in the margins. Our John's going to start us off today with a clip in studio where I butted into his flow to ask him about the difference between a bookkeeper, an accountant, a controller, and a CFO. And then we're going to hear from Larry on the job of a CPA and a tax strategist, and why you may not necessarily want to hand the keys of your tax strategy kingdom to your CPA just because they're a CPA. Plus, Larry Brown's going to teach us how to know if your financial advisors are right for you. So first, let's start with Arjun. Let's roll the clip. Can you go into a little bit further the difference between an accountant, a bookkeeper, a CFO, a controller? Um, can we drill in? All right. So let's start off with a bookkeeper. Okay. A bookkeeper is keeping records. They're preparing reports. They're presenting data and information. Bookkeepers ought not analyze those reports. They shouldn't be going around giving you 
recommendations, or strategic advice. They're giving you the tools with which to do your own analysis, assuming you know how to do the analysis, which then brings us to a controller, sort of a next level up from a bookkeeper as a controller. A controller has certain metrics, certain ratios, certain uh, milestones, certain targets that they're keeping the business within. We have to keep the business within these ratios. That's what a controller does. An accountant, as I said earlier in the chapter, literally accounts for, keeps a record of what has happened. These are the sources of revenue. These are the places that the money went as an expense. These are the list of assets. These are the list of liabilities. This is the equity of the business. They're literally just record keepers. They're, they're keeping records and accurately reporting what has happened to the IRS, to other taxing authorities. If it was a publicly traded company, which these law firms are not, they would be reporting, uh, they, they would be accurately reporting what's going on to the shareholders, the record keepers. It's a very important function, but it's not strategic. A chief financial officer is a strategic function. A chief financial officer takes the records of a bookkeeper and helps you think through, evaluate, analyze, weigh options, and, and strategize how to get from where you are now to where you want to be. So the bookkeeper is giving the chief financial officer the tools that the chief financial officer needs to strategize, analyze, and navigate your way to where you want to go. An accountant isn't doing strategy. An accountant isn't helping you navigate your way to where you want to go. An accountant is sitting in the car, looking in the rear view mirror, accurately reporting where you've been. If you want a travel log that accounts for everywhere you've been on your journey and everything that happened accurately on the, along the way, that's what an accountant does. If you want to have someone help you figure out the best route and the best way and all the great sites to see from here to there and help you figure out what vehicle you're going to use, you know, if I'm in Miami and I want to get to California and I've got a month to get there, maybe my chief financial officer helps me decide to get an RV and see the sites and take the scenic route. If I am in Miami and I need to get to California next week, maybe my chief financial officer helps me pick a fast car with a lot of fuel mileage and two drivers, or maybe just an airplane. The CFO is helping me figure out where to go, how to get there, and the best route to take, best strategy to get there. The accountant, after the trip has been taken, the accountant then says, here's everything that happened on the way from Miami to California. 
and the bookkeeper is like the car's trip computer that gives you all the data and all the reports and all the information that you're going to analyze. I guess for my own edification, we don't necessarily have to do this, but bookkeeper and accountant, the difference there is accountant is looking at past data, bookkeeper is looking at data that's happening right now or right now adjacent. What's the difference between the records that they're keeping? The bookkeeper is gathering data and putting it into reports. The accountant is making sure those reports are correct and accurate and basically checking the bookkeeper's work so that those reports can be given to third parties, typically taxing authorities. Now, I don't know about you, but I love it when I ask Arjun a question and he just rattles off this fantastic, accessible, easily understandable answer like, yeah, it's just another day. <laughs> that is seriously like magic. Arjun just gave us a bunch of insight into the practical differences between these different kinds of advisors. And now we've got Larry Brown giving us an explanation into the responsibilities and limitations of a CPA and what a tax strategist can do for your law firm. So he himself is actually both a CPA and a tax strategist, so he has a lot of great thoughts on this. Let's roll that clip. How do you choose a good accountant? A misconception that many people have is that they don't realize that most CPAs don't know a lot about tax. CPAs don't get a lot of training in taxes. A formal educational program for CPAs is uh, pursuing an accounting degree. It's a four-year, now five-year uh, accounting degree or a bachelor's degree plus a master's degree in accounting. And very little of that. I had one tax class as an undergrad. And, and there's very little on the CPA exam related to tax. If you're a CPA and you want to know something about tax, you have to get extra training. You have to get a master's degree in tax or do what I do, go to law school and study tax in law school. But the vast majority of CPAs don't know anything about tax and learn it on the fly. So they've done a brilliant job of marketing to convince the public that CPA means tax expert, but it's absolutely false. So what do you do? You know, is your question, how do you find the right person, or at least know whether you've got the right person. My first question would be, is your tax preparer or is your CPA offering you any tax strategy? You know, if they're not, then I'd say you need to find another person. And again, the vast majority of CPAs don't offer any tax strategy. If they do offer tax strategy, I think it's a fair question to ask a CPA, hey, what are some of your favorite tax strategies that might apply to my business? And if they don't have any answers for you, again, consider going someplace else. I know a lot of people, I've heard from a lot of people that they like their CPAs, they're very nice people, but niceness isn't going to save you money. Ooh, niceness does not save you money. Mike, drop, Larry Brown. Mike, drop. Now that you've listened to this episode, I bet you probably want to go back to listen to Larry's, right? Remember that link's below. And if you haven't ordered your copy of Profit First for Lawyers yet, what are you waiting for? Pick up your copy today. ProfitFirstForLawyers.com. There's a button up in the corner or just go to Amazon, type it in. We're going to end things today with one of our book testimonials. So this is coming from Melissa Berry. She's a lawyer in Las Vegas, and she's talking about her own aha moments while reading the book. 
Let's roll it. Profit first is is designed for any business owner to pick up and implement, which applies to law firms. But I am not an apples to oranges kind of comparison person. It's very difficult for me to say because I'm not a numbers person. Okay, I've never dealt with finances really ever in my life. I don't even think as a you know, young adult, I balanced a checkbook, right? I just lived on the hope and pray method, which is not the way to do it, by the way. I'm not advocating that. But when you're looking at profit first for somebody who never did anything with numbers, I, I didn't, I, it, it's very hard for me to apply that to my situation where profit first for lawyers specifically addresses the concerns and the issues that face law firm owners. I think that the Profit First for Lawyers is a really good book for lawyers to read, especially if they're trying to learn about whether you're planning on implementing or not a Profit First method. I think it gives us a different way of looking at profit and looking at our numbers. And that's what we've got for you today, folks. Stay tuned next time for some more actionable insights. You're not going to want to miss. We'll see you then. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Profit First for Lawyers. If you're enjoying what you're hearing, tell a friend. And buy your copy of the book at ProfitFirstForLawyers.com. Your future self will thank you for it. And we will see you next time.